Matt Bischel's here. Thank Jay Bear is here. Sitting in for Eric Macy while he's in Japan. Laura Bruner's here. She works for CrossFit Inc. She has her own podcast called Radical. No, the podcast is Modern Mamas Podcast. Modern Mamas. Mm -hmm. And there's something else. I have my website and business is Radical Roots. Radical Roots. Mm -hmm. And you still work for CrossFit Inc. Side gig, yeah. In the training department. Uh, Certifications. Certifications. Mm -hmm. For me, that's the same thing. Is that different? mm, Yes. Look, there you are having a baby. (laughs) That's immediately after. I love that. Um, Wow, you look awesome. (laughs) Yeah, you know. If there was no baby there, I think you're getting a tattoo. <laughs> I can see that. That's true. We had a great, my doula was also a photographer. So she uh, did both and yeah. the photos are, they're magic. Does she charge more for that? Mm, yes. It's like, you're like, uh, it's going to be $800 for the doula ship. And if you want some photos, it'll be 850. <laughs> is that the way it is? Basically. But she also gave us a free maternity shoot and she made a free, she made us a video. She just kind of liked us. She kind of became family. It's like a package deal. Yeah, it was good. What's her name? Um, Paige Driscoll. What, what city? Santa Cruz. You'd recommend her? Oh, yeah. Santa Cruz birth photography and something. Dua, Dua, I don't know. And Nicole Payton is here, and she works uh, two or three offices down from the podcast studio. Mm-hmm. We see each other every single day. Mm-hmm. I saw her get pregnant. No, I didn't see her get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Witness. Happened. Should probably talk to Chad about this. <laughs> yeah. I imagined her getting pregnant. And then, uh, and then we watched her go through her... Uh, her 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 first um, you know pregnancy experience of baby Isla being a baby Isla a, an unpregnant woman to a pregnant woman to having <laughs> yeah. a baby to getting back into miraculous shape again to what seems like I mean it seems like you had two babies it seems like you're pregnant again and the whole thing happened in three months yeah but, but it can't right you're telling me no <laughs> it kind of seems, it kind of seems it like you were never not pregnant. Yeah, I know. Right. It does. <laughs> it does feel that way. Um, we had uh, a couple years ago. We had Dan Bailey here as a guest coach um, downstairs, and Nicole and I took the class together. And there were a couple Fun. other people. And I remember Nicole won the workout. I'll pregnant? Never forget. I don't think you were pregnant. Were you pregnant? I don't know. God, I, don't really I hope not. That. There were handstand push-ups. It. Oh, probably not. And I'm really good then. at those, but you still beat me. Oh, probably not. I probably if I was, I was maybe very early pregnant. Do you, I don't think so though. That was several, like, a couple years ago. Do you ago. not go inverted when you're pregnant? If the workout calls for inversion? No, I. So just um, like a week ago, we had a workout that we did a 15 minute AMRAP of Diane. So like ton of handstand push-ups were in order. I got inverted in the warm up. Mm-hmm. and did like a strict one strict handstand push-up which was like max effort mm-hmm. um and then like i'm not going to do it in the workout it was too much so i did um strict dumbbell shoulder press uh but i still do like if we get inverted in the warm-up i'll do it and just see how it feels I- I'm, up until now it feels okay um it feels fine with isla it felt weird at a certain point so i just stopped altogether how long c- could you can you go for uh, guys those of you don't know nicole's like pregnant like like you can see it, like yeah. I'm staring yeah, at the baby I'm now. Yeah, 29 weeks, a uh, little over 29 weeks now. How many months is that? I need, I need months. Um, I know they do everything in Divide weeks, it and it makes four. it really. It's like no, it's, it's like half. it's like six seven and a half, seven. seven yeah, months. that's yeah. I'm, far I'm due along. on March 5th, so I've got a little less than three months to go. Okay. Matt, out of out of multiplication, division, adding, and subtracting, which is your favorite? Like which one? Like, if I had to give you a test <laughs> with just one of those, what would be your favorite? You know, I've always been a fan of addition, and for some reason, it just speaks to me. I, I hear you. <laughs> And then what would be next? Not subtraction or division, probably multiplication. I'm more of like an adding guy. I'm not, I'm not a detractor. <laughs> positive. You're, you're, yeah. the, you're, you're the cup is po- half, half full. That's how I describe myself. Are there any moves you don't do, Laura, wh- um, when you're pregnant? I know nothing with a crunch. So sit-ups, toes to bar. Okay. And then um, 
I personally felt best avoiding the bar path once I was showing. So like I would, I switched to dumbbells for cleans and snatches. Ah, and how about inversion? I, I felt good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, but same thing, like I, I could no longer do a strict, it's a lot more weight there. So I would go knees on a box and do hands, strict handstand pushups that way. And for those of you who don't know, you, you guys are both very fit people. Compared to yes. sure, the majority of the yes, population. Yeah. Like, yes, they are. I'm like, going to answer for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, they are. Like, like very fit people. Like, what, like what's, what's the most pull-ups you've ever done in a row, Laura? Oh, gosh. More than 30? Actually, probably around 20. 20 and, and what's the most you've ever done, Nicole? The, my max set, I think, before having Isla, it was like 30-ish. And what's the max you've done, Savon? <laughs> oh, God. I want to say 33, but I feel like I'm lying. Like it's probably 29. Probably. Feel, we, we can get Haley on verify later. I, yeah. I feel, I feel like um, maybe Haley did 33 and I did 29. And I'm trying to claim her 33. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go downstairs you can today. Do that once you're married. I'm Good. gonna go downstairs today and do a max set. Yeah. Good. Can I take Rusty's number then? <laughs> yeah. What's, yeah really. what's Rusty's probably number? Probably close, like 40 or something. I don't know. I bet. What's your max number? Uh, I think it's 60, 61. Oh. A while ago, though. Just double what. Yeah. That's a good movement for me, though. <laughs> so Laura has a podcast, and it's um, Mama Mania. <laughs> oh, that's Mod a good title, though. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Modern Mamas. Modern Mamas. And um, it took me a while to find it on... I was using my um, iPhone yeah. last night, and it took me a while to, fi to find it. Well, it was good to know. It was weird. But um, uh, I, had, I had had two beers and started on some wine. <laughs> this morning? <laughs> No, last night. <laughs> and so um, you're 28 episodes in yeah. to the podcast or something like that, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Okay. And um, we're going to try to do all 28 episodes and then some just in this one podcast. All right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, we have some mamas on. We're going to just do the whole thing. But you have a show that actually specializes in it. Yeah. So we have guests on who have expertise and things. And then it's just a co-host and I. And she has kids and I have a kid. And um, it's really fun. Um, has Nicole been on the show? No, but we should definitely do that. That's next. You'll poach her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she doesn't know yet, but she's actually on my calendar. <laughs> how, how many babies do you have, Laura? I have a baby. A baby. Mm -hmm. Just one. And how many babies do you have? I have one, and then one out of the womb, one in the womb. Yeah. And, and how, how old are you? How old is your baby, Laura? Six months. Boy yesterday. or girl? Girl. Congrats. Isla is uh, twenty-three months. No, I'm sorry, twenty-two months. <laughs> She'll be two in. She's 23 months. She'll be two in a month. <laughs> so that, one could, that, that one I could do. Here, I'll do half a year, Matt. Okay. And two years old. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was a layup. <laughs> um, did you, uh, Laura, why, do you why did you have a baby? Um, because I married the love of my life. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just really um, wanted to be a mom. And I love that I have a big family. And um, I don't know. I feel like almost a responsibility in a way. It's an opportunity and a responsibility to raise a rad human to maybe make some change in this world. And even if not, at least to not be a dick. Um. <laughs> Did you know that before you had the baby or now that I'm asking you that you're filling in the blanks? Um, I knew that I wanted to have a big family or a bigger family and to have kids. Um, cause I, so you're not done. No, but, but we're also um, not going to have like a litter so <laughs> <laughs> probably just one more is the plan a litter is that kind of a three is that technically I a litter know. i feel like the yeah. litter's like seven yeah <laughs> <Someone Google> that. <laughs> it's kids are expensive they are i always thought i wanted three and then now that i have one i think two is great 
go, going back to why you had the kids. So, yes. so the one thing I'm, I'm, I'm hearing is, is that you had the love of your life. And what's mm-hmm. interesting is I asked my mom the same thing. Why did you have kids? And she said, uh, I wanted to make a love baby. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And, and I was like, wow. Um, my parents are divorced now. Um, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> They're very, they're very close and very good friends yeah. still, and, and they love me greatly. But I, I always think that's kind of a funny. That is funny. Um, so, so you loved your husband. Mm-hmm. So you guys still wanted do. to um, <laughs> still do. So you wanted to. Um, <laughs> you wanted. Did you guys have a dog before? Two. Yeah. We, so we got a dog uh, right after we got engaged, and of course, that's like you think that's my first child. Um, uh-huh. I love her to death, and I still do. But then, then we got we got married, and then we had no, we got another dog, and we love them to death. And then, um, I knew we knew before we got married that we wanted kids but we wanted, we waited three years, but, um, yeah, I wanted to have his baby and I wanted to do that adventure with him. And I don't know that I would have, if I didn't get married, I don't know that like my calling was to be a mom. I didn't. Now I do feel that it is actually now that I have her, um, at least one of my callings, but, um, what the, the, what ignited it was meeting him. (coughs) Oh, I wanted to have I like that kid with him and be a partnership and do that together. And I feel like we could do a pretty good job. Did you do the, um, did you do the stuff before you had kids, like where you had a dog and like your dog would be eating a cracker and the two of you would be like, oh my God, it's so cute. <laughs> or like when he put his paw on his head, the two of you would enjoy. Oh yeah. Okay, good. Because my wife and I did that too. And that's like kind of the telltale sign that that's like some kind of like weird nesting shit, right? Oh yeah. It's like that internal clock is like, all right, maybe let's make a human one of these. Did, um, do you know why you had kids? Um, I, mean, I know you know how it happened. That's such a funny question. I've never, nobody's ever asked me that before, why I had kids. Uh, so I, I didn't want kids at all. Like I remember telling my mom at a certain point, I think I was like, you know, I was a young adult and I was in college and I was like, I'm, I'm never going to have kids. I hope you're okay with that. Just a dagger in mom's heart. Yeah. I just like didn't want them <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know why. And, uh, and it was kind of the same, like similar thing. I, I met Chad, my husband and, um, you know, we have a great relationship, got married and we knew before we got married too, that we wanted to have kids. Um, I think just kind of, it depends on where you are in life. Um, I changed my mind and you did change your mind. It wasn't accidental. No, 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 (laughs) no. We were were tried. We tried for her for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could pinpoint like why we just wanted, we were just ready for that. I don't know. And both your husbands are CrossFitters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it easy getting pregnant, Nicole? Yeah, yeah. So we, I stopped birth control like January or no? It was what fe- did you February. What did you use for birth control? The pill, just okay. birth control pill. I got off of it in February and I was pregnant like by May. Were you stoked to get off the pill? Yes, Ugh. absolutely. Haley tried that. I've been with her for twenty years, and she's. Tr- I want to say at least once she tried it. It's never lasted like more than a month. She Wh- has some. Why? I can't. Something doesn't sit well. Well, with it's yeah, hormones. it's just hormones. I mean, it's you're messing with is, your body's natural chemistry, which yeah. is never. Oh, so like good. internally, it makes you like it's different feel for everyone. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's like I yeah I never had a way. like a problem like that i never had like a like it was making me gain weight or it was making me overly th- emotional or whatever you know people have all kinds of different issues with it i think hers was like a sickness almost like it made yeah. her sick yeah a lot of people have different stuff with it i never actually had that but i think for me it was like after going through a pregnancy and a postpartum period and realizing like what hormones do to your body um i didn't want well, i don't want to mess with that anymore because uh, they control your everything how how old are you I'm 32. Okay. So Haley had, uh, I don't remember, we had, she had her baby when she was 39. She's pregnant when she was 39. I don't know if she had the baby when she was 39. Mm-hmm. Um, Avi or the twins? Avi, the first one. Oh, okay. She had this twins when she was 
41. Jeez, I didn't even realize that she was I know, like 40. I didn't, yeah. yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> um, I'll tell you, but the twins are, I guess the doctors told us that women over 35 start dropping multiple eggs. Yeah. And so I think that's how the twins ended up. Right. I love it. I don't think I had anything to do with that. Yeah. Well, you had at least, <laughs> at least a little. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Small roll. Small schmidgy, two parts. Um, was it easy for you to get pregnant? Uh, yes and no. So I was on birth control since I was like 15 because I had a couple irregular periods, my first two or whatever. And so they were like, here, let's get you on hormones all the way until I went off insurance for like a year. And so I was like, I, I don't, I can't pay for it anymore. And then I didn't have a period for six years. Whoa. Mm -hmm. And also I'll add, I was 30 pounds lighter than I am now. Holy. I was a vegetarian for like six years. So there was a lot of damage that, that and I was an endurance athlete. So I was like, so was it normal? Not to amenorrhea is pretty normal. If you have a super Say the low word again. amenorrhea, All right. um, which is a lack of a period. And so I, I was not taking in a lot of nutrients that my body needed from animal fats and proteins and whatnot. And so there was that. I was also very thin and I was, um, I don't know, pretty stressed all the time, <laughs> pretty A-type. So I did a lot of work, um, both. I did a lot of work with nutrition, like pan searing liver, putting it down the hatch. <laughs> and then- Because um, you're supposed to eat organs. Organ meats are very, or very nutrient okay. dense. Yeah, and okay. so then, and also like a desiccated organ complex pill and- Oh, uh, sorry, a ho who? Desiccated, basically it's like freeze freeze dried, okay. put in powder form, a little pill. Okay. Um, and then Whoa, I did- Oh, <laughs> there's some good placenta talk there. Hope from it, let's not forget. <laughs> yeah, I could get let's, into that let's also. Not, let's not forget, okay. Um, so a lot of nutrition work and then um, changing my fitness from hours and hours of it, cardio and just endurance stuff to CrossFit. And then also like at first when I got into CrossFit, I took an endurance athlete's mindset. So I was training with like Jason Kleep and those guys at NorCal back in 2012 or whatever. And I would train for like two and a half hours and um, it was just too much for me. So I had to cut back on that as well and do CrossFit basically as it's designed. And then um, I actually started seeing a therapist as well, a mindfulness-based therapist. And so we did a lot of work on headspace and all that. And I think those three things together. Um, brought, and then we also moved. <laughs> we moved from the Silicon Valley. Oh, that's right. To this tiny little crunchy town <laughs> up in Washington um, at the base of the Olympic National Forest. And I would like every day I went, went for an hour walk in the trees. And it sounds like real kind of hokey but I, I truly believe that that helped. What is, what is mindfulness? What is that um, word? That, those two, it's basically that two a practice. It's, it's one, one, word. Word. one word. Basically a practice in um, being present and kind of like, for me, it just brought a sense of peace. And because my brain was just always going, going, going. People who know me for a long time know that's kind of always how I've been. And so for me, it was a practice in um, being present in the moment and gratitude. And if I was also dealing with some like neck and head pain. And so that really helped mm -hmm. me. That's why I was the original reason why I sought her out because it was like this chronic, I'd been in pain for like a year and, uh, and I thought I needed, I knew that I needed some help with that. So yeah, it was just kind of a practice. And if I would start to get overwhelmed, really stressed, um, if I had like an, a real bad headache or pain going on, I could kind of just like tune in and focus in and, um, really kind of get to the root of what's going on. If it was more of a headspace thing or physical or whatever. And I still use, I think that that is one thing, like I don't regret the fact that I was in chronic pain or I don't wish that I hadn't had that because I think going through that process and seeing that therapist and working on mindfulness has helped me to first off to conceive and then to be a, a better parent. For sure. So the two and a half hours of working out a day and the Endurance athlete was really a form of self-medication for what's now you have cultivated something that you're calling mindfulness, mm -hmm. 
which has led to being in the present Mm -hmm. and being in the present there is what's in the present a a, a peace uh yeah sort of a sense of peace that's that's kind of a good that's a good way to say it um and it, it helps to it's fun in the present yeah like right now it helps less with, anxious yeah way yeah way less anxiety mm-hmm. serenity and you're not focusing on oh, what could i be like if i've got a list of things to do which is especially as like a, f- a full-time i have a full-time job are you a list a keeper i yes lists are great aren't they they're great <laughs> do you as ever long put as shit you on don't. your list just so you can cross it off like i'm making a list oh, and yeah. one of the things is Make like the list uh take out the trash and i know it's right over there so i write it on there and then go take it out and cross it out i mean that's yeah, yeah. yeah but there's a line amazing. right like because you can make lists and then be a slave to the list almost like freak out about it and if something gets in the and that's kind of where i was at like i was so i wish regimented. i was a slave to my list i can't <laughs> Sorry, but go on. No, it's fine. So yeah, that's, I think, so six years later, we moved to Washington. We moved in June and um, I had my period back by October. So that was October, and, and two put, October. And you put ago. on a bunch of weight. No, I mean, not a bunch. I put on, at that point, it wasn't like within that time I went, I, mean, you I were, put on 30 you, pounds. You, you, were thi- you were thin now. Yeah. For anyone who can't see you on the show. Like 135. Yeah. So um, for you to be 30 pounds lighter than this, when I say put on some weight, I mean like. Yeah. So starting CrossFit and going like I, I did zone paleo for a while and what I really should have done is not gone from vegetarianism to zone paleo. I should have gone from vegetarianism to just real food paleo and not weighing it and measure anything is what I should have done and eat everything that I could. Um, but I went all in. <laughs> and right. so and so that, you know, I, I just I look back and like there's some, th- some things I would have done differently to get me where I am now faster. But at the same time, I w- wouldn't change the trajectory because like I love I've never been happier. And so. Awesome. Whatever had to happen to get me to where I am now is that's fine. <laughs> um, so, so once you went through these, boy, so your husband's seen you go through a lot. Yep. When we met, I was vegetarian, and we met in college, and so that's when I was like 106 pounds. And wow. but you know, and it, and is I was he, is he I was like doing triathlons and marathons, marathons. Yeah, but I mean, I, we talk about it all the time. He's like. I wasn't. You had your sport back then, so for me to eat the way I did, and I always had the sport to fall back on like I'm doing this for a reason so it was almost like a like I was I had some obviously some stuff that I need to work through but I had the guise of training for events so right. it was never like oh there's a problem it was like she's training for something and she's just very passionate like there's that passion and he supported me 100% I guess what I mean is when you're in a relationship with someone and they reinvent themselves oh yeah um, it is, and especially for something um, that's sort of a stripped down, better version of yeah. who they were. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about someone like who who builds onto their shit and makes themselves worse. But like when you're with <laughs> someone and, and they reinvent themselves, yeah. like they go back to school or they get reinvigorated or they like go through this monumental change from changing their diet. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's like changing the drugs you're on, right? Totally. Um, it's inspiring. Yeah. It's and what, he's done a lot of that growth with me. He's changed a ton too. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't. Um, if you don't do that, like you're never in homeostasis. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, did you have any miscarriages? No. Uh, so I got my period back two Octobers ago, and we didn't start trying till like the following um, June, July, and we got pregnant by September. So when you say didn't try, but you weren't on the pill. No. Just condoms and you pull out. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, Dental dance. <laughs> Kids, that is uh, that's. I hope tri- that doesn't embarrass that's, him. That's that's try- that's trying. <laughs> Laura, how old are you? I'm 30. Okay, I want to explain something to you. <laughs> Can't wait for this. Pulling out is not birth control. 
<laughs> yeah, but we were, we're in a happy, committed relationship. So we weren't actively trying, right? But if we had gotten pregnant, we would not have been fine. Right, right. right. But I understand I just, that, like, I if, I wanna, was, uh, if I was sleeping around, I am no doctor. Just pull out. That I am no work. doctor. But did you have any miscarriages? No. Well, uh, that we had two. We had, oh, yeah. Or I shouldn't say Haley had two. Well, I mean, both of you go through that. Yeah. yeah. But I could see that. And so she got pregnant. I think this is how it happened. She got pregnant the first time and before Avi before Avi and I and I think she was um nine weeks and so we don't even know there's a word for it but I don't we didn't never even saw she never went for the ultrasound so mm -hmm. we never even saw if there was the baby in there for sure if the egg had gotten fertilized yeah um and so there was something that looked like a miscarriage right she bled and yeah and then we had Avi mm -hmm. and then she got pregnant again and that miscarriage happened at 13 weeks Ooh. And she was basically bleeding so heavily that I put her in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. And then I was sitting in there with her and I saw her start to lose consciousness. And when I mean like, I'm talking like the bathtub was filling with blood. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. And so I rushed her to the hospital with Avi and uh, I can't remember what they did. DNCs, that was the But they had to call someone who wasn't there. Yeah. And they did something that patched, that you know, they, they put a band aid inside of her. Yeah, they go in and like. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, and then so oh. that I thought that was it, like no more babies. Yeah, I thought oh, you could tell she was like, um, not emotionally scarred like how um, uh, in the sense that she lost the baby, mm -hmm. but like um, sounds traumatic. Yeah, like like yeah, you ever get food poisoning? Yeah. And like, 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 well, like, a bit and like two or three years go by and you haven't been food poisoned again. And then one day you feel like something that could be like food poisoning and you start getting like anxiety. Oh, oh yeah. fuck. Am I going to be pissing and yeah, shitting and barfing yeah, for the next yeah. three hours? Mm -hmm. It's like that. There's like still she, certain smells been, that bring you back to morning sickness. She'd been traumatized yeah. by it. So you guys, were you guys trying to have the twins? I mean, did you try after that? So what happened was, um, we never, we thought we would never have kids. Yeah. And she came home Anymore. one day. Uh, pardon me? Any more kids? No, this no, is actually, even Avi, before right? Avi. We, oh, thought, okay. we thought we would oh. never have kids and oh, we would okay. never you get married. You guys are really good at it, though. I know. And <laughs> she said, um, she came home one day and she said, Hey, uh, I met someone and they told me that if we don't have kids, we might regret it. But if we do have kids, we won't regret it. So I put that up on the whiteboard and I did the math and crossed, <laughs> carried, the, carried the one. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> shit, I see it. So she said, We're not going to, we, we used condoms. And so she said, um, uh, Those suck. <laughs> and she said uh <laughs> she said okay so we're just gonna we're not gonna try to have kids but we're not gonna stop we're not you know we're just gonna no pull out no condom yeah, yeah. that's kind of i mean pull, that's pull what, the goalie i think is the yeah that's term. i know yeah that's what we said that's what my husband told everybody when we did that but we we were like <laughs> yeah good we, guy we, we, we like what's your husband's name chad that's right yeah we we always told people um even with this one like we're not not trying mm -hmm. so we we weren't i think when when people say they're trying a lot of the time it's like you know they're tracking things when they're ovulating when they have a period when whatever we didn't do that it was just like i i'm too anxious of a person to do that i would get i would go crazy do you know when you're ovulating no i oh. mean i have no idea i do could you know, feel it sometimes Laura? but it did when we got pregnant so you can and you can you feel can it. and can't know when you're ovulating. Some, it depends how in tune you are with like. Yeah, I could feel it. After Feels like I an had ant Isla. crawling yeah. down the slope. <laughs> I, I mean, just that's the how I imagine. I wish that's what it felt or, like. 
I could feel it after I had Isla, but before I, I had her, I couldn't feel it at all. It's not like just feeling like a snowball roll down your fallopian tube? No, no it's more like <laughs> a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a bead of sweat going that's, down your yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. Oh, it's just a bead of sweat going down yeah. the fallopian tube. Oh. And yeah. maybe a little increased libido. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, she, so, so two weeks later, she's like, I'm pregnant. Oh, two weeks after that. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh. And she, she just came. She got the stick. And she goes, hey, look, I'm pregnant. Wow. And I go, how many sticks are in the box? She goes, three. I go, pee on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so she peed on yeah, all of them. I, did that. I think we still have the stick probably. I still have mine for yeah. maybe. That's crazy. Wow. And, um, and she worked out throughout the entire pregnancy. I want to say the first couple months were a little weird. She had really bad morning sickness. She, was, um, she never went inverted. She stopped doing pull-ups around four or five months because she felt a pooling on her stomach. Yeah, diastasis. Um, but she got strong as fuck. Yeah. Like, so maybe she would do a power clean for 135 at the end of a workout just for one. And then w- while she was pregnant, she was doing power cleans with 135 in her workouts. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. And, uh, and so we had told, we were told that that could happen. Yeah. Mass moves mass. Yeah. She had <laughs> a... It's like a hormone thing, too. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that I don't know. That's wow. not necessarily true for me, but I guess it could be. <laughs> um, her knee, which she had had surgery on, she was hit by a car um, crossing a crosswalk um, several years back. And she had a, basically she has no meniscus and her knee is just fucked, right? And so she always had knee pains and all this stuff. And during the pregnancy, her range of motion got crazy Relaxing. good. Yeah. yeah relax. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And so all her movements became amazing. Yeah. Did she retain any of that? Yes. That's that's awesome. She's yes. so crazy She's fit. So fit. Yes. Yeah. There's a picture of her, I think you posted, uh, doing kettlebell swings, pregnant with the twins. Yes, I remember yes. that photo. Oh, in the it's backyard, like, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like in my mind. Just like it's amazing. She's so fit. So awesome. How did your how did your um how did your husband react to your to your body getting pregnant and <laughs> um, <laughs> my my libido increased significantly while I was pregnant. So awesome. he liked that. Yeah, that's cool. Matt, Matt was Matt was at breakfast this morning. He's like, "Do you still fuck when you're pregnant?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, Dude. Matt, you're gonna want to get, get really <laughs> after this podcast. You're gonna be like, we no, need she, to get pregnant. Uh, she's pretty happy with another cat right now. <laughs> and my, I mean, he's all for my boobs got bigger. I have never been so comfortable in my skin, to be honest with you. Like when you were pregnant, and now postpartum even I just I like I love this body <laughs> I love what it's done I love the way it looks I love I've got more curves and coming from the endurance background I was always just so like tiny and now I'm like man I don't feel like a woman <laughs> is any of it like a newfound respect for your body like 100%. almost like your body is not yours and you're thanking it for giving you this um your um, most precious I mean yes except for I do feel like it's gift. mine okay okay <laughs> um uh, by that I mean it performed yeah. in a way, meaning um, a woman's body in those nine months that she has the baby performs in a way, and then the birth performs in a way that surpasses oh, yeah. one's expectation that yeah. it's almost like it's, you owe your body, I mean, you, it, it feels like it's like it's almost not yours and you owe your body like a car wash and like mm-hmm. a, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you need to take care of this fucking thing. <laughs> 100%. Like this thing showed up and. It did work. Yeah. Especially the, and the labor and delivering yeah. more than anything else is the most incredible, intense, difficult, magical thing I've ever experienced. I'm so happy for you. What a cool thing that like it's having the baby. Style, yeah. It, it's are, so do cool. you have that similar like, do you like your body even more? Do you like yourself even more? Yeah, I mean. Because you would think, I always feel like the, 
the norm is is that you don't. You're like, oh fuck, my body's never gonna be the same. My belly button sticks out. Oh my, I got that <laughs> stretch mark. Blah, blah, you know. Yeah, I don't. I never had any of that. I mean, the there was definitely like. With Isla, I was totally comfortable the entire time, and I felt really good. And Chad had a very similar reaction <laughs> as Rusty. He he liked that my boobs got bigger, my butt got bigger. I put on extra weight here and there because CrossFit I'm, guys I'm, are great, aren't they? Yeah, because yeah. I'm generally like a, a slighter person too. So it was you know I definitely get more curvy and um, but then but this time around for whatever reason it's just been a little bit different. Like I still am very comfortable in my body and I feel you know healthy and fit and I'm doing everything I did you know, to, to keep that mindset and stay that way as I did with Isla. But, um, it's just a little bit different. I think it's just more difficult for me to like chase a toddler, be pregnant, appreciate my body. Like it's just a, it's a different experience. There's so much respect for that because I can't really imagine having had, to, it was like hard for me to take the dogs to the bathroom at the beginning of my pregnancy. So I was so sick. So like yeah, watching I, her, it's been amazing. Are you, are you sick? Do you have morning sickness? Not anymore, but I did. I did. I mean, I had, um, I was really nauseous for like maybe six weeks. And I never you, threw up though, but I was just really nauseous. Yeah. And you worked right through it. I see you, yeah. you're here every day. I see you here every day. I, it was for me, it was better, um, to, if I woke up in the morning and like sat around and like focused on feeling shitty I would feel shitty all day for me it was better to get up go outside get some fresh air go on a walk like start my day and then it would pass that's good to know eat some toast like eat something with some substance did you have a food uh, to, did you have morning sickness oh my god yeah and hers was much worse than I think did, what I did you have a go-to food toast and eggs and, and did it actually help yeah because Haley would always be like, I need bread, I need bread. Yeah. And then she'd eat some bread and, and like, salt. That didn't do shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, it help for a bit. But she would always think it would. Yeah. <sighs> I think you feel, I felt, the way I felt was salt. hungover. I want to come back to that. Yeah. Yeah, I felt really hungover all the time. That's how I felt. So when you're, hung, when you're hungover, you want like greasy food, carbs, mm-hmm. bread, starch, whatever. That's what I wanted. Okay. I felt like that would like soak up whatever was going on in my stomach. Because it was a very like sick to my stomach feeling. So I think that's why I went for like the same thing, like toast, eggs, bread, anything like, like that. Did, did you do? You, did you drink during your first pregnancy? Any alcohol? I had. So we went to Europe um, when I was like seventeen weeks pregnant. I had like a few sips of wine here and there. So no, no drinking. Not much. Not much. And we were we were a, we were a bottle of wine a night couple. Every yeah, single us night. too. I mean, and we maybe were, not every single night. And, but. and we were wake up in the morning and have coffee and then another coffee at noon. I know, yeah. And she straight quit alcohol and caffeine. She's probably like on four years now. That's oh, never she didn't pick it back it? up. No. I mean, she'll sip wine. Well, she's yeah. either been breastfeeding or breastfeeding. pregnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Which I'm drinking wine, breastfeeding, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, she's, she drinks a little bit of wine now. I'd say like... And coffee. I'd say a cup every. She hasn't gone back to coffee. Yeah, with I, I it. yeah, I know that's so funny. It, your body kind of knows like what you don't. With Isla, I like stopped. decaf. She does decaf. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I stopped coffee like right away. Um, I, I remember like the the moment I found out I was pregnant with Isla, it was like five in the morning, and I was getting ready to go to the seven a.m. class at CrossFit Santa Cruz, and like coffee's brewing. I took a pregnancy test, and it was positive, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I guess I can have my coffee. <laughs> and so I stopped right there and I never had coffee at all throughout the whole pregnancy. I mean, Amazing. I worried about like any caffeine. I was yeah, so worried, but this. yeah, but, and, and I swore. I think that's healthy by the way. Sure. Like, it's especially, a, I mean, especially it's a for drug. your first I mean, baby, you should be fucking like, yeah, 
should it, go, it, you should overcorrect. And even not it's, pregnant, like it's okay. It's fine, you know, to get off of caffeine for a right, while and like right. let your body regulate. And I, right. I was like, I'm never going to go back to it. I'm never going to have coffee again because it was really hard to get off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I found out I was pregnant, we were in the middle of regionals here. So like you drink a lot of coffee, right? Because we work like 12, 13 hour days. Minimum. Yeah. So yeah. you're like coffee all the time. Regionals at HQ is yeah. nuts. So it was tough so to get knows, off yeah, of it. And so are the games. But then I, as soon as I had her and like maybe a couple months later, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back to some coffee. And were you breastfeeding? Yeah. Did you notice any? No. No. Okay. Not at all. And I drink coffee now. I've had coffee throughout this whole pregnancy. I started with like one cup a day every in the morning. And then now like every now and then I'll have maybe some tea in the afternoon too. But I still have like a cup of coffee in the morning every day. And, and both you have... Would you say uh, great diets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty pretty much. I'll verify that. What do you well, like? What what's your first meal in the morning? I I'm like an eggs and fruit person in the morning, eggs and toast, eggs and oatmeal, something like that. And how about you, Laura? Um, lately it's been because I have the kid. It's been like I just load up my coffee to be honest with like a bunch of good stuff, and then I'll have like a a big salad for what, my first like meal meal. Uh, what do you mean load up your coffee with good stuff like milk or MCT? coconut milk uh vital like collagen um yeah so you kind of don't have a breakfast and some whey protein um i mean it's it's like whey protein in your coffee yeah i, blend Matt, it. I want you to start making that i froth <laughs> i froth the i do coconut or almond milk i froth it and not the like junky kind with carrageenan like the real deal and then <laughs> not to be a snob and no, then no, no. i do french press snob uh, cat and cloud i'm obsessed with right now uh-huh. and then i um, um cat and cloud people if you visit santa cruz that's where all the crossfitters go hang out so good you'll cite laura there yeah maybe uh, greg amundsen yeah. tyson oldroyd yeah and pat, pat barber not matt bishel though not no, are you not? A, are you a Verver? Cat's too far. It's too far away. Uh, there's one. Well, in, you can buy it at New Leaf. I make one it at Abbott home. Square now. Yeah, downtown though, it's just such a mess. Is <laughs> Verve is Verve out? No, uh, Verve. there's a brand new Verve on the west side. Yeah. So Verve is still in too. Yeah. I like going to that first Verve, with that's like the wooden one by the Santa Cruz on Forty First Factory. Or? No, down in Seabright District. Oh, oh, oh that yeah, little one. yeah, yeah that one's that cool. Verve. Yeah, that's where PK works. PK, is he a CrossFitter? Uh, he's Naveen's brother. Oh. Dude, this is a worldwide Sorry, podcast, I, I, and you're I, just dropping. I, like, I, you know, I thought everyone knew PK. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know PK. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then, yeah, so it, I, I, just to finish it, because I feel like I have to. And I, I put a date <laughs> for a little sweet, and then uh, like a grass-fed whey, a collagen peptide, and um, MCT, and um, good quality, like milk, which is uh, almond or cashew milk. I mean, Can we? Go. No, I say that's relatively zoned. I mean, it's an yeah. excessive amount of fat. And but it keeps you but, full, right? But that's like, the point, well. right? It's you're okay sa- with the date? It's very satiating. I mean, where, where else are there carbs? That's the carb. And you know what's interesting is I started tracking. I started, I was like, so I do some nutrition work with people. And so I decided, hey, postpartum, I want to see what would happen if I started counting macros. So basically, I, I zone if I even count macros, but I decided to start tracking. And what that did is so it So everyone knows macros and zone are the same thing, except macros let you eat them all Right, all over the place. Whenever all over the place, and right? And naked, there's more wiggle room. It's not, it's not necessarily 40, 30, 30. Okay. Depending on the person. But I did it 40, 30, 30. Okay. And um, I, like, crashed. Like, emotion. I was emotional. I was tired. I was, like, in, it was so bizarre. And I just think that decreasing my fat, like, right now, breastfeeding, I eat so much fat. And if I don't, I feel like shit. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. So I would just went back. I stopped counting and tracking it. And now I just listen. Because some days she eats a ton and I'm way more hungry. Some days she's not eating as much, whatever the case may be. Um, and you drink water I, like it's like. So thirsty. Yeah. What a wild feeling. Yeah. That breastfeeding. Haley used to never drink water. Now I bet you she drinks 
gallons so a day. I cannot believe she always has water with her. She's mm-hmm. like one of those bodybuilding dudes who rolls around <laughs> with gallons. Oh gosh, yeah, she's got two. Yeah. So so <laughs> yeah, that that coffee concoction you mm-hmm. made, we we should um, I would love we should put that in the journal. All right. Yeah. Recipe? Yeah, just a one-page recipe with I'll a picture of you smiling. This is what Laura Bruner thinks. <laughs> yeah, I'll write that up. I I'll send you a photo. That. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's great because it keeps me satiated. I work out then usually around 10. Um, so that'll keep me going until about 10. And then um, if and then I'll come home and have just like a giant salad with a bunch of sweet potato and or butternut squash or whatever in there too. What's your green in your salad? I love arugula. Yeah. Me too. I love arugula. Ugh. so good. Tastes like pepper. <laughs> So no, when yeah, I go to the so grocery good. store and I buy arugula, I buy two containers yeah. and then I eat one on the way home. Yeah, I'm the same Just way. Just plain arugula? Just plain arugula. Plain. I take and goat I, cheese on my finger and then a, a handful of arugula and I put that all in my mouth. So like so as a good. sticky, I take a handful like this and wad it up into like a baseball. <laughs> oh, that's a psycho. What? That's a psycho move. It's <laughs> <laughs> repulsive. I like it under my repulsive. eggs. Yeah, like with lemon arugula. juice. Yeah, with lemon juice. And the yolk when it gets in the arugula with the lemon juice and the salt. Salt. I still... From the moment I got pregnant and still to this day, like I want sea salt on everything. Yeah, same. Like it's a trace mineral <laughs> thing. Like you're, you're, there's so much, your body's giving, 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 I think taking in the salt. That's interesting. We, we never had salt or pepper in the house until we had kids. Now we do have salt. Oh yeah, we, we, put we sea go salt through a lot of salt. salt. And I'm giving the baby, Evie, we're now giving her some solids. And so instead of sea salt in her stuff, I'm giving her dulce, dulce, which is like a, it's like from the, the ocean. <laughs> and so she's getting those trace minerals plus some like iodine and stuff, which is cool. Fish oil? Do you guys take fish oil? I do an extra virgin cod liver oil. I don't. Do, do you give fish oil to the kids? <sighs> no. no. I, I give, um, do you give fish oil? I do. Right now I'm giving her salmon, but I'm going to give her, start giving her the cod liver oil. So I, why cod liver oil? Well, you get kind of like the double effect, right? It's also a, a liver. So it's like it's got oh. vitamins D and A and stuff that you can't, that's that, not in regular fish oil, but it also has the DHA in uh, Back, back to the organ. organ. Yeah, that stuff. It's, just, it's If anyone is going to tell you like chia seeds are superfood, they're wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but like a real superfood is organ <laughs> meats from pastured, like high quality animals, not not like a conventional cow because that's where all the junk goes. But. My mom's been telling me that too. If you have to eat meat, you should be eating organ mm-hmm. meat. And like cartilage and bone broth and all that stuff. Not just like we just eat way too much muscle meat as a as a people in general. Do you eat any organ meat, Matt? Uh, I've got some bone broth I drink occasionally at home, but that's no. I mean, You're saying I, no. It's not an organ no, meat, but, but it's mean, good for you. I mean, I, I typically yeah. I typically eat all the meat that I'm given. Did you drink a lot of um, broth during your pregnancy? I had I couldn't drink hot stuff. I had a I lot had of a lot weird of soup. Oh, yeah, I would have some Haley soup. Haley drank but a lot of broth. I wish. Did you work out through your entire pregnancy? Weeks five to ten, I was so sick that I would crawl, out, roll out of bed, crawl to the couch, fetal position, open my computer, work. Rusty would make me toast, then fetal position. Like it was, so I was debilitated. But then starting about week ten, um, I definitely started moving more. And then about week sixteen is when I could actually like feel like I was a human that could train again. And you would do Fran. You would do Murph. I stopped doing pull-ups as well because um, I noticed I was born with three abdominal hernias. Okay. And so. That's when your intestine's sticking out through your mm -hmm. stomach. So like the the abdominal lining separates a little bit and stuff comes out. So I I got surgery in like 2012. So I have a uh, Teflon netting from my sternum to my pelvis. Um, so anyways, I was more at risk for the diastasis, wow. which is where the abs separate, which most women get when they're pregnant. And then oftentimes it'll go right back. <laughs> um, so I was super careful. So I did no crunches. I, as soon as I, I, I went from kipping to strict pull-ups, once those, I felt the like bridging of my belly. I stopped doing those and went to ring rows. Um, so Fran, I would have probably done ring rows in 
and dumbbell thrusters. So basically, uh, you, you would you would have done main site or some affiliate programming and just scaled. Yeah. But still stay the course. Yeah, and, and I, would, I, I would have Rusty coaches at CrossFit Santa Cruz, which is where I was training, and I'd have him like mid-workout come ask me a question. And for me, I wanted to be able to uh, speak <laughs> mid-workout just to know that I wasn't you know, and oh, I think pushing too hard is relative for everybody. And that's just where I think the biggest thing is that we feel comfortable with whatever we're doing. And so for me, I wanted to be able to speak mid-workout and know that I could do that. And then I felt like I wasn't going too hard because then I would just kind of be drained the rest of the day. But I felt so much better when I worked out versus when I didn't. And, but you're still in a pool of sweat. Um, yeah. Dur- working out in your pregnancy. Yeah. Like go hard enough to where you're like. Oh, yeah. And Nicole, you, 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 I've seen you down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard in the paint. Yeah, you go, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I it definitely... It doesn't seem to affect you at all. Oh, I mean, it does. It affects me. I mean, I... I and I you went... work out, sorry to interrupt, you work out at Aptos also, right? Yeah, Aptos. Yeah, Haley's told me that she sees some of your numbers and she has to mm. be like, is she really fucking pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like day to day. Some days I feel really good in the gym. Other days I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go really, really light today. I'm going to move slow, just move with intention, whatever. And just. But some days I'm, I'm, I feel great and I feel like going hard. Um, it's again, like it's very different from first to second pregnancy with Isla. I went hard a lot more often than I do this time around. Um, that's funny. Same with Haley. She worked out yeah. a lot less in the second pregnancy. Yeah. I mean, it was I was more just out. like a lot of air squats. Yeah. And stuff I work like that. out just as much, but it's, it's a lot more scaled than it was with Isla. And it's, um, a lot, maybe lower intensity most days than it was with Isla. Yeah. I feel like goals kind of change. Like yeah. when Go- you're pregnant. Goals? Yeah, I was thinking I was training for labor and delivery and just to maintain strength and to keep from being injured and to keep my hips feeling good. And so it's like a lot of box squats and a lot of accessory work and a lot of rest work to rest ratio type stuff. I loved EMOMs because I'm like put in the hard work and then rest. It's like a contraction. Right. So what are you training for this pregnancy? I mean, labor and delivery again, because it's not like just because I did it once it's like no big deal Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's really hard it's really hard um and then just it's the same I I feel like it doesn't change like when you're pregnant you're still training for life right Mm -hmm. like my life right now is I'm pregnant I'm gonna go into labor and have to deliver another baby and I'm chasing around a toddler soon I'll be nursing an infant and chasing around a toddler so it's life i'm training for for my life the same way you're training for your life you know that's a little different (laughs) sure it's relative (laughs) different circumstances but i have a cat i I feel like that's you know and recovery but still every day i take rest days i mean like i i take like a couple one or two rest days a week yeah i'm like three on one off mostly but also it's funny like looking back to my extreme fitnessing days now it's like my priorities are just shifted if the kids having a hard day or whatever, like, I, and I miss a workout, I don't care. <laughs> what What do you What do you do with the baby when you're working out? Um, Rusty sometimes he coaches at Santa Cruz. He'll wear her, um, and or he'll be at home with her. We live across the street, so I just I can walk. Like honestly, sometimes I leave my house at ten fifteen, and I show up at ten twenty, and I jump in. <laughs> um, and so everyone's been very. The community's been awesome. They've been very open to the fact that I'm doing the best I can. Um, and I feel very fortunate that my husband is home so much because um, he coaches in the mornings and he's home most of the day. So I'm able to work full time from home and have him there with her. And I can like go to Verve and work for a bunch of hours at a time and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that's what I do with her. She, she, we haven't got to the point where she can hang out at the gym while I, while I work out. What do you do? Uh, so CrossFit Aptos has childcare programs. So um, Is it popular? Yes. It's very popular. Who, who owns Aptos? Zach and Zach and Heather Pine. Okay, 
That's where Haley goes to. Yeah. And I think yeah. she's taken Avi there. Yeah, she has. I've seen Avi. I've seen Avi there before. Um, yeah, they offer. So it's like I think um, when when it's school time, it's like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. There's a morning offering, and then Tuesday, Thursday, there's an afternoon offering. Do you have to pay extra for that? Yeah, it's forty dollars a month for unlimited. For daycare. Yeah, or okay. I think it's like seven dollars for a drop in or something like that. Okay. But yeah, um, worth it because we go to yeah. the gym a lot. Um, and she's in school. Uh, she's in school. She's in daycare Tuesday, Thursday. And so we take her to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then they also have a Saturday morning childcare hour. We take her to. It's awesome. She loves it. Your child's still a little young. I'm not sure if this question is going to be relevant to you, Laura, but is there anything that you thought that you would never do? Or are there things that you thought that you wouldn't do with your kid that you're doing that you're maybe compromising on or you've reevaluated? And what makes me think of that is, is I never thought I would get one of those um, chairs where you put the kid in and they bounce up and down in it. Uh-huh. You know, it's like round. I was like, fuck that. He doesn't need that. But <laughs> we got one of those so yeah. that we can put Avi in it when we work out in the garage. Yeah. And man. Oh. And now we have two, so like if you have to work out in the garage, you put your baby in. And I never ever thought I'd use those. I was so yeah. against them for a million reasons. One, they're made up. The, they're, it's kind of gross the first time you see your kid around plastic. Do you remember yeah. that feeling? <laughs> no, we don't have any. You're like, yeah. you're, you're like gonna put them in the car seat. You're like, he can't touch plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even like putting clothes on my babies. I think clothes yeah. are obscene. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Um, because your baby's pristine. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. And then you don't get to see They're those untouched. rolls and like the, yeah. the, the colder yeah. months it's them. Like but that. man, so so that was kind of like one of my breaks. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, these bouncy things are great. This gives us 30 minutes to work right. out. Yeah. And, and they're bouncing around and yeah. watching you. And oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think, I mean, I don't think Evie's too young to have those kinds of things that maybe you thought you weren't going to do because I've had stuff like that with Isla since the beginning. Like, like. I'll hey, never drop her. Yeah. <laughs> She's like my, I was like, she's going to be in her crib like day one. She's going to sleep in her crib, like in her room, in her crib. As soon as we get home from the hospital, like that's what we're doing. Absolutely not. That did not happen. I didn't want her anywhere where I couldn't see her. She was in our room for several months. Um, So, I mean, it started immediately. I don't think you can go in. People always, you know, people that don't have kids will ask people that do have kids for advice and things. And I did that too, but I don't think much of it helps because everyone has such a different experience and everyone goes into it with these expectations like this is how I'm going to do things and I I think you got to be really um, flexible because it always changes Spieler gave me some advice at the games while he was like competing (laughs) yeah it was kind of fun parenting advice yeah parenting advice and it was fucking amazing (laughs) he basically said I I think this is what he said he said so Haley and I knew that, that we were going to um, comfort feed, that basically like no matter what at all times, if the baby's having issues, feed on and demand. change diaper, just on demand, yeah. Yeah, that's what we did too. And I was t- talking to Spieler about that and he goes, hey dude, there's one more thing. And I go, what's that? He goes, burping. I go, burping? He goes, yeah, burping. He's like, you know, feed, change diaper, burp. And we did those three things with our babies and it made the first besides sleep. Yeah. That was it. That was like that cured every fucking issue for six months. Like, so I, I thought burping was like, yeah, huge, yeah. you don't want to have gas. Huge. But I mean, since I don't, uh, since, since if, if he wouldn't have told me that, 
I'd have been screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd have been screwed. Right, yeah. Isn't it crazy? Your yeah. baby's like absolutely going fucking nuts, ape shit. And then you pick him up and pat him on the back. He burps. He's mm-hmm. like. <laughs> One time yeah, we yeah. were supposed what? to, we were about to have a coffee date. And she was little. I don't remember how old. Yeah. And I was going to, I was like already running late. And I, I go to get her dressed and I'm like about to go put her in the car. And she all of a sudden just flips. Like usually she doesn't cry much with me. Uh-huh. Um, like screaming. And I was like, I remember texting her like, I don't know what's going on, what's happening. And you were so calm. And you're like, and so I just, I like, same thing. I picked her up and I just kind of like this and a giant burp. And then she was like so much better. Mm-hmm. But I was so, I was, I was like so unnerving as a new parent sometimes when they're just, they're screaming and there's like, there's kind of nothing like that in real there's life. There's different kinds of cries, you right? Get out of that. Yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. like a cry, like a processing. I'm just, Hey, I'm let, letting off. I'm processing stuff. Cause I'm taking in a lot. And that's one kind of cry. But like the won't make eye contact, like scream. That is, um, I think that's still the only time that's ever happened to me. And it was just gas. Yeah. It's amazing. She'll yeah. do that with Rusty if she's hungry yeah. and I'm not around, but, um, yeah, it's intense. Where, where does your baby sleep? Um, we have a bassinet right by the bed and she's in there. And, w- and where she was in bed with us though. Same kind of thing. I thought immediately in the bassinet, but she was in bed with us probably for 12 weeks or so. And then, um, she sleeps better next to us now better meaning she's not feeding all night um she never she slept pretty well from the beginning oh honestly wow. honestly by by like she oh, gave us wow. like six six hour stretches by like five or six weeks and then now she wakes up just once um and sometimes never and i mean not never sometimes she sleep <laughs> all night so she goes down about six thirty. she wakes up about two or three and nurses and goes back down to about six thirty-seven. and do you think the bassinet was like a huge part of that no she was doing that even when she was in bed with us Wow, that's amazing. But she's just noisy, so it's it's nicer. And we don't have a we have a queen, so um, we all sleep a little better with her there because my husband was like worried he's gonna roll over and smack her in the face or whatever. So right, um, we scooted her next. That door. goes away with the second baby. <laughs> we'll worry it? about smacking the baby. In the oh, face. you just but yeah, I mean but the first baby, you're just really worried. Like I've I've punched Bobby a few times in the face sleeping on accident, you yeah. know, or elbow, yeah. it's good, and it's I was worried I'd roll him over. But by the time the twins came, it was just like. Pfft. Get in where you fit in. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with your shit. Well, they're durable now. Yeah. I mean, a brand new baby, I guess, I don't know. They're, just, they're so tiny. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and another thing is, is, you know, I'm assuming the same with you being that we're CrossFitters. Like, I didn't go to, we don't, you don't go to bed drunk with a baby in the bed. Right. You don't actually drink at all when you have a baby in the bed, like, that you can roll over. You definitely don't take any fucking medication. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think yeah. those are like huge things. When I think about like people who roll over on their baby. Yeah. I don't understand how, I mean, not to judge anyone, but like, I feel like even asleep, I was just so hyper aware. Two, o- yeah. two Oxycontin and a six pack of beer and you fucking roll right over a baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, you got to take don't that shit that. seriously. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? And, oh, yeah. and right. That shit can like, I don't take Oxycontin, but like I could drink a six pack of beer and right. like, I won't, I would never do that in the first six months or eight months. Or right. Basically you can't even get obliterated drunk once you have kids. Like I'm always, it's always kind of in the, in the yeah. back of your mind. Like, Hey, what if I got to take someone to the hospital? For a life. Yeah. 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 And we didn't, Isla never actually, well, it's funny. She, she, so she slept in a, a rock and play, which is like a little bed bassinet kind of thing next to the bed. We never actually intentionally slept with her in the bed, but there were times that I would be nursing her and we'd both fall asleep yeah. and she'd end up in bed with us for several hours. And then I'd wake up and put her back in the rock and play. We but should, we would, that's what, how I would have done it. We pull her in bed in the morning. But our I babies, love that our babies, our, our, Avi was in bed until he was 18 months. Yeah. And then he got the boot and then, um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then now the twins are in bed and they're 13 months old. So there's four of us in the bed. Yeah. How did, how did he handle getting the boot? Uh, he was cool. Yeah. Really? He, yeah. He was cool. Yeah. You what just it? take him. You just take him to his bedroom, his bed, read him yeah. a book. He falls asleep. 
Isla but, but, won't even. I I like want her to sleep in bed with us sometimes. Like if she's sick or she's having a rough night or whatever, I I bring her in our room and try to get her to sleep in bed with us. She will not do it. Like she won't. Huh. She won't fall asleep in there. She'll just. She doesn't know. It's like oh, I'm sleeping in here. She's like, I want to play. It's funny. And I'm, I put her back in her crib, and she's like, asleep. I, I would have thought being the only thing they know is sleeping with their parents and taking that away from them. I would thought would be dramatic. Depends on how and when, like, yeah. you know, if you're just put him in there and let him cry and no judgment on any parents techniques. But for me, I don't know that I could just like, if they're crying for an extended period of time, I would have a heart. I think it might be more traumatic on me than the kid. Yeah. I could, I could totally do that. That, and that's why we haven't, cause Haley does not believe that that's the way, it. but I could totally just put him in the crib and let him cry it out for five nights. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did that with Isla. At, she, well, she that. was like five-ish months when we did that. And so we moved her um, at about five months. We moved her from our room into her room, but still in the little rock and play. And then shortly thereafter, yeah, we just like tried to make the transition easier. And then shortly thereafter, moved her from the rock and play to the crib. And when we first did that, we... So the reason we started, we decided to do like the cry it out type method was because she would take forever to just go to sleep. So I was still nursing her at the time and I would be upstairs for like, say two hours, like nursing, trying to put her down, nursing, trying to put her down. And it like would take so long. And at the time, that um, must not be the method, by the way, because everyone who tries that has the exact same story. That must not like what method. What do you mean? Just take them up to a room and try to breastfeed them to sleep. Just seems Uh, like it just everyone I talk to, it seems like. It got really hard. It it's got failure. hard. My yeah. husband. Um, if your goal is to to leave. Right. Right. <laughs> do it. I guess we have. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. You just breastfeed her and set her down. She falls asleep and I set her down. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a thing. She won't. She wouldn't go that's to sleep. That's amazing. And it would take two hours. <laughs> I hope and... your next one's like. I hope your next two are like that too. I really do. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. She. You know, it just got to a point where we were like, we've got to do something different because at the time my husband, um, he's a pilot. So he was working in Mendocino County for like a week at a time. So I'd be home by myself with her and I'd be like nursing, doing this whole routine for say two hours. By the time she finally goes to bed, I'm like, I still need to make dinner. I haven't eaten. I'm exhausted now. So finally we were like, we've got to do something. So we decided to do that and she was, luckily she was really good. Like we put her, the first night we did the cry it out thing, she cried for like maybe half an hour. Oh, that's not bad. It was, yeah, it, it was torturous for me. It felt like way longer. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't, it was half an hour. And then she, like the next night, same kind of thing. By the third night she was like asleep. And now we put her down wide awake. She looks at us, she says, good night. She goes the to happiest sleep. little kid <laughs> yeah, she just ever like, met. If Haley's in the room, there will be no sleeping. For the babies. Yeah. It's just play with boobs from 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. Oh, my God. Just party. I don't know how she does that. So what, so what we, party. So what we do is. she is comes to the gym. Yeah. I put that. Yeah. She's wrecked when she. Every morning it's the same thing. I'm not going to go to the gym. And then at 1030. I'm, I, I did a great workout. You want to know what I did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I put the twins to bed now. And um, in, in the beginning, she would hear them cry and it would be freaking her out. And I go, hey, look. Watch this, Alexa. Set the timer for four minutes, and, and then stop they after. fall. They fall asleep before the timer goes off. But those three minutes that they're it screaming, so yeah, long. to her felt like an eternity. Yeah. She's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's cool." Yeah, and you're there. It's three there. minutes. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I know. It and is. I'm singing to them and like yeah. putting cucumbers in their face. Do they I, take cucumber, bombs? by the way, is another is my own personal 
secret of all secrets. <laughs> cucumber, really? Yeah. I've seen it on your Instagram I stories. use a ton of Persian cucumbers. Huh. It is the cure-all for everything. They, they just te- eat them? They, they teeth on them. They oh. chew on them. Do you put them in the freezer? They or hold just them. Regular? No, just wash them off. I usually bite off the ends. Cool. That's good to know. Yeah, and, uh, there's like moisture in there. They love them. How funny. Yeah. yeah. We've, never, we've never used pacifiers. Carrots. We don't use... Um, uh, uh, any traditional bottles none of that shit yeah my just, kid will not take a bottle she hasn't ever so it. we just use cucumbers oh all right yeah it's good it. to know stop yeah. it really on the way home yeah, yeah. <laughs> they love them uh have you seen me use cucumber have i used cucumber on you <laughs> not that i can remember but i'm not gonna rule it out so you have the so so um do you do you sleep with your do you guys have sex in front of the kids and uh at this age yeah at six months. Uh, I guess most times she, she's asleep. It's maybe been <laughs> once or twice where she's been awake. You ever make eye contact with her? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that where the line gets drawn? And I wonder about that. Like, what? where's the... Because your sex life has definitely changed when you bring a baby home. And so that's been the one thing. I'm like, we put her down about 6.30. We have a couple hours. I'm like ready to go to bed by 8.30. But we have a couple hours where we get to hang out and stuff in the living room. Um, so like the two things that make me want her, I love having her in the room with us. I love it. I feel a lot of peace. But at the same time, I want to be able to have sex whenever I want and not think about my baby like five feet away or less. And then I also, like at the end of the night, having to like tiptoe in and be like, please don't wake up. And she doesn't usually, but still, there's something about like having our space that. Do you turn the light on all the time and be like, oh, fuck. And no, we back. know now. <laughs> probably even like a month after, she, after she's in her own room, we're still going to probably tiptoe in just out of habit now. But because our bathroom, we have to go through our room to get to our bathroom. So it's like tiptoe, tiptoe. We go into the bathroom together, shut the door, turn the light on. Um, but yeah, so yes, we have. Um, and I think at this age, I mean, it's that's pretty primal if we're gonna like so go there like so you're just gonna communal living so you don't know when you're gonna stop doing that you're just kind of gonna like play it by honestly right now oh i swear to you after the, in the past week she's become increasingly aware she's like chatting looks at us in the face and is like talking to us i don't know that i would feel comfortable doing it with her awake now um, but up until now i had no problem so i think that if she's asleep fine like you know this week she was sleeping and did our thing and that was great i had a friend who wouldn't even have sex in front of his dog <laughs> and then he had kids. I'm like, so you guys just don't, don't do have it in sex, front of the kids. And he's like, nope. I'm like, wow. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, I think it's important for. Um, it's like the whole thing about self care, right? If people, I am going to take care of myself because I can be a better mom in doing so. I'm going to also take care of my relationship with my husband because we're going to be better parents. So it's for her and her best interest that we have sex. Right. Are you a practitioner of sex in front of your children? I get, I'm going to get yeah, to my, I'm going to get to mine. I'm going to get to mine. Because you have three in your bed. I'm going to get to mine. She's not even in bed with us. I don't know that I could do it with her in the bed. <laughs> so at two years old, um, yeah. it's, it's done. Uh, what's done? Like you don't bone in front of. Well, no. No. <laughs> no, Because she would just stand around and watch now, right? And be like, well, she could, she could say, yeah, what is that? I don't know that? what she would do. <laughs> I don't know what doing? she would do. Yeah, no, absolutely not. We, she's and there's, in her room asleep yeah. and we're... And there's obviously different positions like you do, like, 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 can't be getting, you can't be doing like crazy sex even, you know what I mean? They're just like... Like the noise? You no, know, just can't be like gymnastics with, oh. the, with the kid in the room. But, no. Let me answer your question. No. Go back to that. Certainly not pregnant, no. So, so for us, it was... We have like one gymnastics. position that we right. can do right now. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Maybe two. At, you're, you're 17 weeks pregnant? No, I'm 29 29, weeks. sorry. Yeah. Um, so you, um, at 29 weeks, can you go on a three-hour car ride? Yeah. Okay, you can still sit up and you're yeah. good to go. You're comfortable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as compared to most. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can still... 
So there's a point where you're just having sex and it's like, whatever, who gives a fuck that the kids are in there, gives the kids. And then there's a couple of times when there's like some eye contact. I can't remember how old it is, like six months or whatever. And you're just like, huh, what are you doing? And then there becomes a point where um, <laughs> Haley beca- becomes the divide. Uh-huh. So like the twins would stay on, you have to stay on that side and I stay on this side. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Haley's between you and the kids? Yeah. Okay. And there's no, there's no like, if they, pe- if they were to peep over, yeah. I just push them down. You know while, what I mean? it's, while it's happening. Yeah. The, see, my oh thing my is, like, God. I can't and imagine. That's, like, at seven or nine hysterical. months. You know what I mean? Like, they're calling over to oh, see what yeah. I'm doing. I'm yeah. Draw, I'm drawing an image in my head. Yeah. I never yeah. imagined I could see I how would, that would work would logistically, but I have a hard time imagining myself, like, really getting into it. Like, enjoying it. Uh, I'm not worried it. about that. I'm not worried about you. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's for the relationship. It's for the relationship. It's for the whole. You mean you? Yes. And then, and then, and then, so then, um, and then, then now it's, like, oh, everyone has to be asleep. Yeah. Or or, yeah. or or in the other room. You, I, would, I have yeah. no problem shutting the door. Give me a cucumber. Yeah, yeah, give me a cucumber. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Do your thing. The cure-all. Do your thing. So is there an age in which it's like it's not okay to you know, I feel like it's dependent on the kid, the kid and the parents, mostly yeah. the mom. Like, what is do you feel like, comfortable with? Is it like with? when you can't stop, when you have to stop doing handstand push-ups and you're pregnant? There's like a, there's like a cutoff date? Well, it's I, like, first of all, you don't have sex for the first, like, six weeks or yeah. so postpartum anyway. You, you're not, okay. like, cleared to have sex. And postpartum like, is after you... Yeah, because you just push the kid out of yeah. the kid. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, nor do you. I don't know. I didn't really it's want like to. It's like a swollen <laughs> hamburger. It's like a swollen like hamburger scared. down there, Matt, but for weeks. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. I'm, uh, okay. But still uh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, beautiful swollen. Like, like a beautiful swollen like hamburger. Like the hamburger, magic. Hamburger. Like the hamburgers you only see pictures of, and then you order it, and it doesn't look like that. It's just the one you have pictures. Yeah. Of. You know, as being the only non-confirmed sex haver in the room, yeah. this has all been yes. very eye-opening to me. You have no confirmation. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I've got no proof. Everyone else here does. <laughs> but what what about after the baby is conceived? Leading up to pregnancy, is it still a possibility to, like, you can exercise. Can you have sex? Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, you mean, like, the first part of your pregnancy? Yeah, the entire pregnancy. Yeah. You can have sex I mean, anytime. I had sex last night. You're not yeah. poking it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they tell you, basically, that you should be... If... I appreciate you should the be you should be just crushing your wife nonstop because it helps with the pregnancy. It depends though. There it is helps. unique situations where if you're if there's a high risk pregnancy because semen can um, bring the, on labor. That's why they say have a lot of sex when you're yeah. late term. The baby batter, man. So if no way. so if, can like wow. nipple stimulation. Yeah. So if you're if you're at, if you have a high risk pregnancy, you might want to avoid. <laughs> meaning, meaning meaning it could cause a premature birth. A miscarriage. Oh. So and it might just be in the beginning. That's really premature. Yeah. So, so some in a high risk pregnancy, the doctor might say, "Hey, for a little while, avoid sex." But that's just like penetration and finishing inside. You can still oh, I'd never heard that. do other things. You can be intimate, but you just you don't want to like, you know, do the thing in the thing. Did you uh, Did you guys like your doctors? Yeah, the midwives at Sutter are amazing. Yeah. Did you like your doctor? Yeah, she's great. I had her. Um, so we're using the same doctor this time around as I use with Isla. You can and- do that. You can request. I mean, yeah, she just, like, she's my OB, and so when we got pregnant this oh, time, right. we were like, hey, you know, I'm pregnant again. <laughs> Let's cool. do this again. Yeah. And did both of you have vaginal births? Mm-hmm. And um, was that hard? <laughs> yes. I, I um, labored at Mine was seven hours start to finish, and I labored at home for five because I, I don't really like hospitals. So when I showed up, it was nine centimeters, and they were all like, well, we're doing this, and I pushed oh. her out within, like, uh, just over an hour. <laughs> and when you show up there nine centimeters, they can't really do anything stupid either. Right. They were asking Rusty a ton of questions. He just kept saying no, no, no. I mean, you can't even, can you take 
drugs at nine centimeters? No. You can't. You've already passed your window for getting any. Like, I was like on my living room floor and I was like, I feel pressure. It's, but I, I had my, the doula came to our house. So I felt very confident and that she would know when it was time to go. Episode five on modern. That's my birth story. Mama is mm-hmm. Laura Bruner's birth story. Yeah. Look, she's so impressed right now. <laughs> but you knew that. Because <laughs> it went from like mania, maniac moms to knowing my birth story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with some things. I'm yeah, not that's so good awesome. with other things. That's fair. That's um, it's a, yeah, it's alliteration. Birth stories are amazing. They're yeah. so fun to listen to. Yeah. I'm glad I got to record that so fresh because I can always go back. And yeah, it, and it's funny because it fades. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how did it go? There's certain things that are like burned in my mind and other things. Yeah, and I'm still way right. fresher. I mean, I'm only six months out, but... Um, yeah, it's so crazy. And we got the cool photos too. I, I can't remember which, which baby it was, but when Haley had the, one of the babies, I remember, I think it was, I think it was Avi. I think she goes, I did it. <laughs> I was like, it's a really amazing yeah, feeling of accomplishment. When you and she's do like, it, I yeah. didn't say that. I'm like, the fuck you didn't. Or I heard it in my head. Like, <laughs> totally. But I heard her say, I did it. And I was so proud of her. It's amazing. I was like, you sure did. Yeah. Cause there are moments I think in labor where you're like, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I she certainly was had full- those moments. She, yes. <laughs> she was fully there. The doula had to slap her around. Yeah. Well, cause I know that really a lot of first time moms, it's like 12 plus hours. So at the five hour mark, I only had two hours left, but I didn't know that. And it was from the first contraction and it's always oh, intense for everybody. Right. But I was like, I cannot do this for another seven plus. Uh, and so I asked my doula, I was like, how much longer? She was like, I can't tell you that, <laughs> but I know that yeah. things are happening. Like right. you could, I could feel the kid moving. <clears throat> the contractions are incredible. So you had, you were in labor for seven and a half hours, seven totally. How yeah. long were you with Isla? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. That's ten, still ten under half. the the, yeah, total. the average length. And I wonder if that what, has what, to do with her. I mean, why? What's the average length? I know, Over twelve. Twelve is what I heard. For uh, a first she time. just said that. Yeah, I'm not coming in here with any knowledge prior to this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is all life lessons with Matt. I'm like I'm like a sponge over here. Yeah, I think twelve plus, <laughs> and I mean most women that I know, their first are, are even like twenty and up. Yeah. Like, lot lot. So really wh- long. why do you think that it was shorter? Do you think it was just an anomaly, or is something you did in your pregnancy that led to that? Helps. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the way that we trained leading up to pregnancy mm-hmm. certainly has, uh, or during the pregnancy, certainly has an effect on the labor and delivery. You can embrace you mean, a contraction, by train, or you, you can mean, fight it. By sorry, Laura. By okay. by train, you mean um, nutrition and movement. Yeah, I mean CrossFit, and, nutrition, and mentality. Too. Yeah, all of it. Okay, so, go ahead, Laura. Sorry. Uh, I could tell. On, in a contraction, if I embraced it and like breathed with it and like breathed deep and that I, it was effective versus a couple of times I'd have like two back to back, like 10 seconds, seconds between, and I was not prepared. And those ones I'd almost fight, like my voice would get really high and I'd be like, no, 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 no. Oh. And those ones just, they didn't feel as effective. It didn't feel like she was really moving down as much, but right. my doula kept saying in my ear, like when a contraction would come, like it's just your baby moving down. And for me, that was so helpful because like in a workout, you know, like you're getting through reps and it's getting you to the end result, which is finishing. And so with this too, it's like one more contraction means you're one step closer to meeting your baby. So instead of like fighting each one, it's like, okay, here it goes. One, we're a little closer. Um, so I think that plays into it a little bit. When the baby finally comes out, is there like an immediate, um, is it go from the worst possible? Sorry, I don't wanna use the word worst. That's okay, does it's, it go it's from, the worst pain I've it, ever experienced Does it life. go from the most discomfort <laughs> yeah. to immediately like, like, does it go from a 10 to a 1? The pain? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, like, immediate relief. Immediate. Yeah. I mean, I was, like, my whole like body like, was shaking from the adrenaline. It's, like, whoop. And I tore. Yeah. Just it, slides. Yeah, when he slides out that last second, you're just, like, are she? Oh, yeah. You're just, like, ah. It's, yeah. not, it's not, like, Fran Lung, where for the next hour, you're, like, oh, God, this is awful. 
you just recover. Well, easily. I mean, you it's definitely not, have like a period of you know you're exhausted. Your body but, is yes. like flooded with oxytocin. Yeah, so that's good. There's stuff, a right? lot. Yeah, it's almost like a high, but at the same time, like my labia was torn and you have these like afterbirth pains that are not especially comfortable and like you still have to deliver the placenta so yeah. it's not like they just pour some rubbing alcohol on that and send you home right i should be a doctor <laughs> hey you got cucumbers and rubbing alcohol yeah but at the same time there's literally no better feeling that i've ever experienced in my life yeah so sure. you got your baby on your chest I think the pain even goes away. Like for me, for sure, um, when I started pushing, oh, yeah. like the contractions, it relieves a lot of pain. Oh, you said that in your birth story. Yeah, it's interesting. I love because you don't phase. think so, and, right? And like, I never, and I never, uh, I gotta ask Haley that. Yeah, because you can you do in, something. Yeah, and I feel like you go into it thinking pushing is gonna be like the worst part. At least I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like pushing her out is gonna be the hardest part, right, of this whole thing. But it's not. No, I'll take the ring of fire over the yeah over the contractions, the contractions any day. Um, I, 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 going back to what you said about no and yes, I remember um, with Avi, she was probably like four or five hours, and and she she said no, and she said no like four or five times at, with her contraction, mm-hmm. and finally the doula came over to her in a very strict tone and said. I don't want to hear no again. I only need to hear yeses. It's <laughs> amazing how much that, that shit works. And that, yeah. yeah. And I didn't like the way the doula talked to her right then. I wanted to punch her in her face. Like, get off but it head. helped her. Did oh, it help? dude. Yeah. Yeah. She, can say, she can say no if she wants. Yeah, Haley said it was amazing. That, yeah. that was like the turning huh. point. And three hours later or whatever, two hours later, baby was here. Yeah. yeah. And those last two hours went by like, I mean, for me, went by like. Yeah. A big thing for me when pushing is I, and I knew this going in, don't hold tension in your face. But I was like, I remember pushing in like, squeezing my my fists and like kind of like eh, bearing down like that and uh our doula, my doula was like hey relax your face relax your hands and like that changed everything because then all that uh, like work and energy is going down instead of like eh, up here yeah when it's i'm uh, a little thing it's when you say that if Haley ever sees me curling my hands like this she'll come over yeah it's such a nice hey that's a yeah. mindfulness practice yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. look at that she's she's all she into takes all care that of you stuff <laughs> um this is um Look at that. My I chiropractor this, had one of those. I ordered this on Amazon that? when Haley was pregnant. It's for listening to the baby's heart. Oh, and interesting. And no positioning. So I'm going to give this to you as a gift. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, that's really oh my God. I, I'm like never going to take it off. And uh, Haley told me, to. Haley told me to, she's like, you should wear this in to, for your thing. <laughs> and then she's like, you should give it to Nicole. And that's then I'm gonna, so I go, cool. I'm going to give it to Nicole. And she goes, are you going to tell her I said that i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> my idea. more more mindfulness that's awesome thank you we definitely upped our games on the uh, gift for the uh, participants um <laughs> yeah, the cool. the <laughs> the uh, um you, are you having a boy or a girl a boy oh you are yeah oh yeah i had a dream two nights ago that i was having a boy second man Maybe we'll be so yeah. <laughs> do a lot of your dreams come true this one did. The kid, I had it like, I pictured her face breastfeeding her, and then I had a girl, and it was cool. Wow, that is cool. Yeah. yeah you're a 50-50 chance. Right. <laughs> any other dreams that are? I've had some gnarly ones lately, like <laughs> apocalyptic, so I'm hoping those ones don't Oh, come shit. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a dream that I had took care of one of our coworkers' kids, and it was like just... Was it me? Tre- no, I'm not going to say who it was. <laughs> but I like fell off a cliff. It was really wild. Oh, God. So, so um, <laughs> yeah, I got this whole, I got this, we're, we're going to wrap up here. I got, I got, I wanted to talk about taking pregnancy classes. I wanted to talk about circumcision. I wanted to talk about, um, um, uh, let's do it all potty mouth. 
Um, I say fuck mm. in front of her all the time. Oh, Isla says shit now. That's her newest <laughs> thing. In um, context, all the time. I wanted to talk about menstruation. We talked a little bit about that. I wanted to talk about diastasis. I guess we talked a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get into like how you guys met your husbands. We talked a little bit about why you had kids. I want to talk about um, about uh, taking the L one, mm. uh, about whether pregnant women can take can take your L one when you're pregnant. Um, I wanted to talk about this Dr. Anna something or another that someone told me you're a fan of or one you're a fan of. Dr. Anna. Does that sound familiar? Okay, maybe my resource. She's from Iceland. I don't know. Okay. 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 I'm going to come back to you after this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can't stand her. Um, <laughs> I want to. I want to. Uh, um, next time I have you guys, I want to talk about what affiliates should know about training. Yeah. With pregnant I women. I love that. Oh, that's cool. Um, I want to talk about athletes who breastfed during the regional competition. That that um, the yeah. black lady who was on Tommy Hackenbrook's team. Yeah. yeah. She. I wish I could remember her name. She was breastfeeding in between the events. Yeah. Uh, regionals or games? Regionals. Cool. Yeah. That's and they, so rad. And, and they won. They took first place. Yeah. She oh, was. Yeah. And she was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like when you were so just impressive. next to her, you were just like, yeah, is mama. Um, I just want to say also while you go through that list, how awesome it is that you guys are highlighting this whole topic. I think it's very cool. Just for ratings. Oh. <laughs> um, it's very informative. For me. I want to talk more about alcohol <laughs> and coffee. I want to talk about eating the placenta. Oh. Um, a quick note on that. I did it, and I won't do it again. It made me anxious. Wow. I took pills, and I got a lot of anxiety. It made me feel like very like hot and anxious. So. Oh, well, um, that's interesting because Haley wanted to do that, uh-huh. and I'm we are not a um, put-your-foot-down kind of couple. Yeah. Like, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, I... Really? I, I vetoed that. <laughs> I am a, 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 I think that the organ complex that I continue to take was huge in my recovery versus the placenta. They're sitting in my freezer because yeah. I can't oh, yeah. justify throwing them away, but I don't. I think. Um, oh, you know what? I heard they're amazing to. I think you, if you, do you, have, do you have dogs yeah. or cat, pets? I heard they're amazing for your pets. Cool. Oh. If your dog gets anxious, though. <laughs> my dog's in a postpartum hormone. I want to talk about. I want to talk about finding doulas, finding midwives, how to choose your hospital, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe we will have you back. I would love that after Nicole has her baby. Ooh. Yeah. And maybe you'll be knocked up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. By then? Not hey, by you March. Might, you might by be March. I don't have a period back yet, so it's not happening right now. Oh, yeah. We should talk about that. Haley went, just got her period back after 12 months. Well, she's, oh, yeah, I didn't know she's, co- she's nursing two kids. Yeah. And, and, it, and it lasted for like two weeks to a point where she called her midwife. She's like, is this normal? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I learned yesterday that if you eat too much spinach, it could make you anemic. Oh, Really? Yeah, it has it uh, has some properties, and I'm totally forgetting the word for right now. But it can it can mess with like thyroid and um, your hormones a little bit. Please, Matt, get on your high horse. No, I'm, I'm, right, no I'm not getting on the soapbox. Here. I don't I'm know just, about anemia. It's I just a, I don't know if God, so. The claim here is that there's an excessive amount of iron in spinach. It's non-heme. It doesn't really. It's not really as bioavailable. You know, I mean, she took the words right out of my it's mouth. It's non-heme <laughs> and it's not as bioavailable. Like your body in in red meat is heme iron, and that's what you like. If if you're anemic, like for me, I was when I was that tiny, I was very anemic, and um, all I had to do was eat a bunch of beef. I'll never forget the first. I went from vegetarian to eating a piece of steak, and I slept like a baby that night. God, it just sounds like an amazing. Feeling. And my iron went. <laughs> yeah. And like babies, right? We're starting to do first foods, and her first food was steak. Just sucking on a piece of it because babies need iron. Were so, you super lethargic when you were anemic? Um, I don't know because my it was like such a mind over matter thing. Like I don't know. I would run miles and miles. By lethargic, and miles. I mean sorry. Let me, that, that's I was not cranky. Let me. Um, were, uh, was your was was your was your uh, better Matt? Sorry, I was talking to Matt. Thank you, Matt. Uh, were you? Uh, did was it JQ? <laughs> I could just. Q-U-Q? He was like starting to tear up. Do you? Um, uh, 
almost like a, like a you know like when one of your house plants needs water yeah, and it's kind of really like where you is that what anemia is because like i had this <laughs> our midwife was anemic and she just told Haley that she says hey i'm not anemic and we kept wanting her to get into crossfit and she's very thin yeah and does she eat meat uh she does eat meat huh. There's some organ complex. She seems like the kind of person who wouldn't eat meat, though. Right. I've asked her like 20 times, are you vegan? Because she just, she <laughs> just you know, vegan. she got hair in the armpits. The whole Yeah, she got yeah. the whole thing. And, um, she's <sighs> very um, beautiful and shiny. But she told Haley um, just out of the blue, she said, hey, I'm going to start doing, I found out I was anemic, and I'm going to start doing CrossFit. And there was something to, she's very peaceful, obviously, mm -hmm. and crazy present and mindful. But there is something even slow, there was something slow to her energy that was beyond... Yeah, being enlightened and and um. Yeah, I was just I was beyond just, enlightenment. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's you know, that's what it feels like when you're in the yeah. room with the midwife. I mean, they're just like, oh yeah, I can never do it. They're just holding the space like crazy. Yeah. yeah, literally, when Haley gave birth to the first baby, she's like this. <laughs> the midwife just chilling. Just like the second so baby, relaxed. second uh, the twin, she had to get in and like slap Haley around. I, that story because I got, I got came and hung out with Haley uh, when I was pregnant and got to hear that story like fresh and that was really cool. Baby was born it's not incredible. breathing. Anyway, she's a yeah. badass. You actually told me that at yeah, home. The baby was born not breathing. What? One of them. Am I allowed to say that? No, it's, it's out now. No, this is the we call this the unsafe room. Good. No way. <laughs> this is this is the honesty room. This I don't the, have a filter. <laughs> this is the totally unsafe. Room. I'm gonna tell Rusty not to listen. I'm just kidding. People, um, in the in the beginning, many people got their feelings hurt, and now um, it's CrossFit. There's a, uh, I think those who get their feelings hurt kind of stay away from the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, not, that's not true. I come in here two, three times a week. Wait, you need it for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, isn't it weird? You said earlier that the midwife, sorry to just totally take this in a different direction, but you said the midwife, that she should get into CrossFit. And I hear, now when I hear that, as opposed to like two, three, four, five years ago, it was like, oh, I'm just going to do functional movements, constantly varied, high intensity. But now it's implied there's a diet attached to it. Yeah. Like when you say that, I think, oh yeah, she's going to start, Eating, eating a certain way and exercising a certain way, not just for one. sure. Yeah. Sometimes that Ran comes later. Random thought. That is like super important. We should do a whole show on that. CrossFit the on the pyramid. See, I got a bunch of these ideas. Just this is up here. We should just do a whole show on the pyramid. You could probably talk about yeah, that too. You, you know about you my, know about food and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, I love it. I'll talk so, forever. So, um, we learned that it's okay to bone with the kids in the room. <laughs> up to a certain point there's a line we that, was, learned, that was huge for me we learned that um we learned that there's no proof that matt's ever had sex right can't yeah. cannot prove it in this room we learned about your coffee drink mm -hmm. and a bunch of other we shit in between. Name that. Hmm. I'll think about it. <laughs> all right thank you yeah thank you, thank you. this was really don't fun. say awesome. anything good once you take your head i get the kid <laughs> <up>. <laughs> i got one thing what the hell's a bassinet